I'm Chris Cooper, and today I'm going to share the top three business lessons that I learned in prison. I can't wait to share this story with you. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you working hard but barely seeing any growth? And if you do see growth, is it taking way longer than you would like? If you feel like no matter how hard you work, you always hit a ceiling when you're trying to scale, business is good is going to help you break through fast. I'm your host, Chris Cooper. I've been able to grow a 200-word daily blog into a $20 million worldwide business. I've actually done it, and I'm sharing my personal stories and details of how you can too. The key was to use simple models to grow fast, and then teaching those models to others to help them scale too. On this show, I'm going to share those exact models with you. So let's dive in. But there are three things that I learned in a U.S. federal prison that will help you grow your business faster. The first is that you have no secrets. The second, that uh, it's important to look good. And the third is that routines are greater than discipline. So first, a story, and I can't wait to tell you this. Years ago, when I was powerlifting, uh, twice a year, we would go into a U.S. prison. We'd have to cross the U.S. border. I live in Canada. and We'd go through this border at 5.30 a.m. so that we could arrive at the prison in time to join the changing of the guard. And the guards coming on duty would walk with us through the, the all the security testing and over to the gym area. We'd get patted down. We'd get searched every time. We'd get questioned. We'd get fingerprinted every time. We'd have to leave our valuables uh, in the waiting area. But we actually got to meet and compete with prisoners. And these were people who were sentenced to life imprisonment in most cases. And they were at this prison in the cold hinterland near where we live. And we would go in twice a year and do a powerlifting meet with them. So the judges were also inmates. All of our competitors were inmates. The spotters were inmates. You really had to have a lot of faith in your fellow man. But while we were in there and we would get locked in from 6.30 a.m. until about four in the afternoon with only a small break for what they would call count, where at lunchtime, they would take all the prisoners back to their cells, count everybody, feed them their lunch, and then bring them back to the gym later. And we would we would compete and we would do maximum squat, bench press, and deadlift. And aside from all the amazing feats of strength that I witnessed in there from people who had very little training knowledge, very uh, little access to equipment, uh, very little access to the proper nutrition. They got a lot of sleep, I guess. But I also gained a ton of insight into some things that can help you live your life better. And today I'm going to share three things that will actually help you live your life better, but also grow your business. So the first secret that I want to share with you is that if you have no secrets, then you don't have to protect anything. If everybody knows everything that you have, and you're wide open and transparent about that, then you don't have to guard anything anymore. So this helps your business because it's an insight into what you actually need to protect. We all think that we're building this content in our business and we're creating this intellectual property and we have to protect it by uh, hiding it and having people sign terms and conditions documents and putting like paywalls in front of everything and only revealing the secrets when we absolutely have to or when people pay for them. And sometimes we jealously protect these secrets even with our clients. We tell them, you can't share this with anybody else or you can't uh, pass this spreadsheet on or you can't copy this and use it as your own. You have to leave our logos on it. The reality is that 
in the internet age, you cannot protect your intellectual property. The reality is that you have no secrets anymore. And so you're better to just share everything with everybody. That doesn't mean that you're giving away your value for free. It means that you're sharing your knowledge. And if you're a business coach, you're charging for coaching. You're not charging for knowledge. So many business coaches get wrapped up in this thought that like, I can't give away the secret sauce or I I can't give everybody all of the secrets or I can't give them the knowledge until they're paying me for it. The reality is your future clients can probably find the knowledge without you. Your job is to help them implement it. Your job is to serve your audience by giving them exactly what they need at the right time without creating overwhelm by presenting too much knowledge or too many new ideas. Your job is to test and apply and share with your experience what has actually worked. It's not to protect your intellectual property. And so in business, just like in prison, you can't protect knowledge, but you can protect your tribe. That's lesson number one. The second lesson that I learned was that while we were competing with these inmates, and a lot of the times you'd meet the same people, you know, when you go back six months, while the majority of people would be transferred in and out, there were always some faces that were the same. And by and large, these faces were happy ones. You, you'd walk into these prisons, you'd meet people who were going to be there for years, decades. Sometimes they had no chance of ever getting out of prison. And their attitude was pretty good. And sometimes I would go into the prison and I wouldn't even be appreciating my life. I'd be cranky about something. I'd be distracted by something. I'd be thinking about something that went on in my business or at home or in my personal life that had me all distracted and upset. And I'd meet these men who were going to be incarcerated for the rest of their life or at least until they were old and they had better attitudes than I did. And one of them repeated this mantra over and over until it sunk in with me. And that was, look good, feel good. And he would say, look good, feel good all the time when we met him. Now, this inmate would wear the same clothing as everybody else. You'd have the blue inmate pants. You'd have kind of the white t-shirt. You'd have a a denim long sleeve shirt over top. Everybody wore the same uniform, but his uniform was tucked in. His pants weren't dragging on the ground. He wore uh, his shirt sleeves tightly rolled and, and the front of his shirt was all buttoned. And he would comb his hair before he came and he would shine his shoes and he said, look good, feel good. And he would repeat this in front of the other inmates so often that they would repeat it. Sometimes they were joking, look good, feel good. But most of the time they understood what he was saying. And this actually extrapolates out. So first, if you look good, you will feel better you'll have a more positive attitude. If you feel good, you will act good, to put it in his terms. If you feel good about yourself, you won't act out. You'll behave better. And when you act good, you will be good. Look good, feel good. Feel good, act good, act good, be good. And what he was saying is that our actions over time define who we are. And we can affect those actions by the way that we feel. And we can affect the way we feel by taking pride in the way that we take care of ourselves. So if you're having a crummy day and you're about to go on a Zoom meeting with your staff, put a collared shirt on, go comb your hair, dress up a little bit, have a walk, take a shower, brush your teeth, put on pants, look good, feel good, feel good, 
act good, act good, be good. It's the second lesson that I learned from prison. The third lesson is that you don't need discipline if you have a routine. Discipline is a lot of hard work. You're fighting. And in a prison, discipline usually means conflict. It means guard on inmate. And what they're doing is like they're they're reinforcing something or they're stopping you from bad behavior or they're trying to scare you into behaving the right way, right? They're trying to force you into like towing the line. And sometimes there's inmate on inmate discipline where there are fights and, and worse, you know, sometimes there's like um, very harsh discipline that you have to work around in, in these prisons. But the reality is that if you have a routine, you don't need discipline. Thankfully, the discipline that we need in our lives is all internal. Sometimes that's painful, but it's not literally painful. Like we're not actually shanking ourselves when we eat that piece of chocolate cake, but we do beat ourselves up internally nonetheless. The thing is though, that you don't have to enforce discipline in yourself, in your staff, in your clients, if you have predictability. If they know what to expect from you every time, if you behave consistently well, then nobody has to try and force anybody else to change because no change is required. So with staff, you need to be predictable. They need to know that you're going to meet them with a a happy smile in the morning. They need to know that you have a playbook that's been taken out of your head that they can follow. And if they follow that playbook, they will not get in trouble. They won't do anything wrong. They need to know that if you have rules about dress codes or pay, that they will be applied evenly to everyone. With your clients, you need to ingrain habits. You need to teach them how to treat you. And so if you're responding to your client's text messages at 11 o'clock at night, they will text you at 11 o'clock at night until the day when you get angry about the 11 p.m. text and go off on them. If you teach them how to succeed within your framework, then you have predictability and you won't need enforcement. You won't need discipline. You won't ever have to say to a client, I can't do that for you or worse, that's not my job because they'll already know what to expect. With yourself, having habits means that you don't have to beat yourself up. As Lao Tzu said, your thoughts become words, your words become actions, your actions become habits, your habits become your character and your character becomes your destiny. If you have a routine, you don't need discipline. If you have a routine or a a habit of what you think, what you do, what time you get up in the morning, how you dress, how you greet people, what you say to the first people you meet, uh, how, how you smile when you're meeting people for the very first time, these things become automatic. You don't have to force yourself. You don't have to expend mental energy to do it. These are the things that I learned in prison. And a bigger meta lesson here is that when times are bad, If you pay attention to the things that you can control, you will also control those when times are good and times are, when times are good, you'll have a foundation of behaviors to maintain that goodness. Okay. So here's a daily routine, some top tips, tips that you can take away. Number one, give freely, share your knowledge with everybody. Nobody is paying you for new ideas. Nobody can outthink the internet. Second, look good. If you look good, you will feel good. If you feel good, you will act good. And if you act good, you will be good. And the third lesson is 
Do one thing every day to grow your business before you do anything else. That is one habit that I'd love to instill with you. There are more. People in our mentorship program are slowly taught one habit at a time until they have built themselves into being the type of entrepreneur who can grow a business. I hope these three lessons that I have learned in prison can help you on your pursuit of financial and entrepreneurial freedom. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I had a great time recording this episode for you, and I hope that you took away a model that you can use today. Hopefully, you got a lot of valuable takeaways that will inspire you to take action and see new results in your business. Don't forget to take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review the show. That's the best way to show your support and help us get the word out. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at businessisgood.com.